0: victoriously because of your Son Jesus Christ and your Holy Spirit who guides us. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you a Christian? Are you truly a Christ person? Some people will tell you that God is walking beside you or God is holding your hand. But according to Jesus He and God are inside you in the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus made it very clear that after He arose from the dead, He would abide in believers. And they would abide in Him just as He and God had been abiding mutually. Our abiding is a result of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Once we admitted we were sinners, and accepted God's Son, Jesus Christ, as our sacrifice for our sin, and we accepted Him as Lord. The filling of the Spirit made us a Christ person so that we would begin to bear the likeness of Jesus as our lifestyle changed by the Spirit's resurrection power from within. I learned a song when I was quite young in Sunday school Let others see Jesus in you. Let others see Jesus in you. Keep telling the story, be faithful and true. Let others see Jesus in you. So I pray that throughout this week, others may see Jesus in each one of you. With a life foundation built on Jesus, We do not live the life of of defeat, but of victory. It is not of our strength, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, one through four gives us assurance of victory over doubt and defeat. Your relationship with Jesus is secure. Nothing can dislodge you from that position. Do not be like doubting Thomas, But believe it. As we live in this life, our faith goes up and down like a thermometer. In the middle of our Christian lives, we all have problems and setbacks. But rest assured that your position in Jesus Christ is secure. Paul talks about sanctification, which means God declares you to be holy through the filling of his Holy Spirit. To be holy is to be set aside for God's purposes. Doubt will come to all of us. When it does, rely on faith. Faith does not replace doubt, but faith defeats doubt face to face. Today we will consider living the Christian life victoriously and we will continue our focus on this topic next Sunday. It is sad that too many Christians live a life that is marked more by frustration than by freedom, a life directed more by feelings than by faith. It is a life summed up by Paul in Romans 7.24. O oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? When and, where, when and where will they ever experience that abundant life offered by the Lord? Sadly, many have decided that the answer for them may be never. For them, the victorious life is more of a wish than a way of life. If you're saying today, this is a description of you, then I have a message for you this morning. Look what God's Word says about victory in Jesus. You see, God does not intend for us to live a life of defeat. He wants us to live a life of victory. Now, how do we do that? By not trying to live the Christian life in your own strength, instead of living it in the power of God. The Bible said God has made you into a new creature inhabited by his Holy Spirit. But you are trying to carry around with you that old self which the Bible says is dead because of your relationship with Christ. And that old self calls out to us to continue to live the way we used to instead of the Bible, instead of what the Bible says we should do. In chapter 8, Paul says that, in Christ, we have no condemnation. Therefore, we are free from sin's dominion. In Christ, in Christ in us, we can live the victorious Christian life. We can live in victory over doubt because there is no doubt about our position in God. When doubt arises, We can face it with faith. Yes, faith is the doubt eraser. Well, here's a side note about condemnation. As a Christian, you have no condemnation from God at all. So you should not be condemning anybody either. Too often in our freedom before God, we stand to condemn others. We are not the judge. God is. Paul makes it clear that in Christ we are free from the penalty of sin. When you accepted Christ as your Savior and Lord, you were baptized into Christ by the Holy Spirit. And the result of that is that you are free from sin's penalty and power and claim on you. There are some who tell you that God as Jesus did not come in the flesh. Well, the Bible clearly tells you he did come in the flesh. Jesus defeated uh, sin in its own turf in the flesh. And because of our position in Christ, we no longer have to walk around every day in sinful flesh. The law cannot control us. It has no power to produce holiness in us. It only reveals unholiness. It is the Holy Spirit within you that makes you holy. It only reveals. Um, uh, He is called, uh, that's why He's called the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Walking in the freedom of the Spirit dispels doubt. Walking this way, we can perceive the holiness that the Lord gives to us. Please know that your feelings will not allow you to live the Christian life the way it is supposed to be lived, because it is supposed to be lived by faith, not by feelings. Because of our position in Christ, we have victory over defeat. From verses 5 through 17, Paul says that we don't have to live defeated. And there are some reasons for that. First, because of our allegiance. We have a new allegiance to Christ Jesus. When we become a Christian, we renounce all allegiance to the world, to the flesh, and to Satan. We have a new motivation, a moral obligation, and a new mindset. There are two ways... A Christian can think. You can think in the flesh, or you can think in the spirit, in the mind of Christ Jesus. Now, the way that you think is in the flesh. That is normal and natural. You've done that your whole life. Our flesh is a receiver. We receive by seeing, tasting, smelling, touching, hearing. We receive information from the physical world around us. It enters our soul, our will, our intellect, and our emotions. And it comes out as thoughts, feelings, attitudes, decisions, and actions. When you become a Christian, God places the Holy Spirit within you so that you can receive information from the spiritual world. So if you let the Holy Spirit in your life control your mindset, you're no longer in the flesh, but in the spirit. That is walking in the spirit. As a person in the flesh, you're going to live in defeat. You have a mindset that is subject to death and hostile to God. By living in the spirit, you have a spirit mindset that leads to life and peace and is not hostile to God. You have a brand new motivation. In the flesh, your motivation is to please yourself, but in the spirit, your motivation is to please God. We live in defeat trying to please all of our physical desires. But in the Spirit, your motive is to please God. Paul says that we have been adopted into the family of God so that we can call God Abba, Father. Because we have been adopted by God, we are led by the Spirit, Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, God led his people out of Egypt through the desert in a pillar of fire and a cloud. But in the New Testament, God leads us internally through the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when you are led by the Spirit, you are a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God. Being loved by God, our Father, should take away any of our fears. When a Christian fears... He has forsaken all of the abundant resources he has in Christ Jesus. The Bible makes it clear that faith drives out fear. We have victory over defeat because our allegiance to Jesus Christ and our adoption into the family of God. I have experienced several defeats in my life, but I'll mention only one. When I entered the university, I decided to study engineering because I saw all the engineers around my hometown living a very luxurious life. So I started studying industrial engineering in the university. About the middle of my second year, I hit a wall. I was really frustrated. I did not enjoy my study. I went back to the dormitory and had lunch one day, went to my room and knelt down on my bed, and I prayed. I confessed to God that I had chosen to study engineering without consulting Him. Even though I was a Christian, I was not consulting God about what I should do in my daily living. And now I was defeated. I pleaded for his forgiveness, and asked him to lead me out of that pit. Well, he gave me his word. When Jesus asked Peter if he loved him, Peter answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus replied, then feed my sheep. Then God asked me, who spent more time with children than parents during the daylight hours? I understood at once, teachers do. He said to me, feed my sheep. I changed my major to education and found great pleasure in success in my study and in God's calling on my life. It has been my delight to serve him for many years as a teacher in my victory over defeat. Two weeks ago, Yoshiko and I were having lunch with some dear friends of ours from uh, Tokushima on Shikoku Island. And I shared this testimony with them. And the wife, Noriko Sanz, face lit up. And she said, the Lord told me the same scripture and the same thing when he called me. She had, she was a student at Tocorah Falls Bible College in Georgia, where Yoshiko also attended. But uh, we just high-fived each other. It was such a wonderful thing to know that that God is good, and He calls us sometimes in the same way. But to be called by God is a blessing. If you have made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, and believe that His death on Calvary and His blood cleansed you of all of your sin, and God now has no condemnation for you, you are a Christian but you are not complete in your mindset until you realize that God placed His Holy Spirit within you when you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you have never welcomed the Holy Spirit into your life, I invite you to do so today so that you can live victoriously over doubt and defeat. If you've never made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, just, uh, it's very simple, just acknowledge that the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And you are a sinner. And believe that God has given Jesus Christ to pay your sin debt so that you become free of sin, not condemned for any of it. And confess Jesus Christ as Lord and commit your life to to Him. If you want to do that, you can Come down to the front and talk with uh, Reverend Claudio or Reverend Tabucci or uh, me or Bernard or one of the leaders in the church. Let us pray, our heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, yourself, to be with us always to let us help us live victoriously over doubt and defeat, that we may live rejoicing every day, that we may know what it is to live with love, joy, and peace, and have eternal life. I ask that each person here may be blessed today by your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.